So hello, everyone. This is Otessa, and you are listening to Conversations with Hysterical Women. That's Women with an X, the Hysterical Women podcast, where you are all welcome here, friends, allies, everywhere across the rainbow, across the binary. I'm just really glad to have you be here. And this is meant to be a safe space to explore all of the weird things that life throws at us and all of the different ways in which we can be twisted and torn asunder, but also all the different ways that we can come back together. So thank you for listening, and I'm glad that you're here and going to be cheesy, but comment, like, subscribe. Like homophobia, you know, same thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, very much so. I did, I did think it was interesting that it was kind of understood what was happening with the, the, the owner of the bar. The, I can't remember his name. Uh, I didn't write it down, but it was kind of understood that he was in the back with, you know, another man. And it was just kind of like, yeah a very open secret exactly it wasn't being addressed but it was you know it 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 was somewhat accepted which i guess is kind of good but at the same time you know the realistic nature of the time is that it could never be outwardly yeah and did did you ever watch um we will rise oh sorry when we rise no no okay so that was Atticus Freeman, um, sorry, the actor, uh, Jonathan Majors. Um, he was in a ABC, I think it was a limited series about the gay movement in the 70s, I want to say. Or the LG, uh, was it? yes, yes, uh, I think it was in the 70s, but it was just very interesting. Uh, so this actor is definitely being typecasted as like a <laughs> savior of the people. Okay. I just wrote that down so I can later. Um and then, oh, and another thing that I thought was interesting, um, the car crash with the white woman. Yeah, what's her name? Christina Bra- Braithworth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was great. And I was kind of thinking about that, and I was like, it, it was like what, what the hell about this? And I was like, it's cool, but it's weird. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I think I know what I'm feeling. I think what I'm feeling is that, like, that is white privilege. Right. And white privilege can be weaponized. Absolutely. And it can be weaponized for good or it can be weaponized for evil. And in this particular instance, she is weaponizing it for good. Right. But later in the show, it is for evil. Mm -hmm. And it made me think of um, Amy Cooper in Central Park with the birder, Christian Cooper. Oh, okay. Right? And because yes. the second time that, that Christina Braithwaite... Yeah. She performs her spell of, of being impervious. And mm-hmm. um, I think it's episode four uses her spell of being impervious. Right. And oh, then tells him, you know, you got to be more careful because you can't just run around killing white women. Right. Absolutely. So uh, for me, I, I felt like she was being very... Uh, it, I I kind of felt like she was actually looking out for him when he was saying that because she was 100% correct. Because if he was successful in what he was planning on doing, which was shooting her a, a, a very, very blonde hair, very, very blue-eyed, which yeah. is another thing that I thought was interesting. The There is some very blonde and very blue-eyed people in this uh, in this show. But the fact that if he was to do that, he would have been making a horrible, horrible mistake. And like, you know, things would have been very bad for him because that is 
amongst the worst things that you could do at a time like that or in that time right killing yeah. a black person killing or harming not even giving a look you know uh, a second look or whistling to a white woman was uh, a death sentence right like yeah. Emmett Till right that was just uh, um, yeah so I, I thought it was very interesting I, I'm very interested to see what her character development is going to be like yeah um, throughout the show because at I, I, when she said that, it seemed very threatening at first, but at the same time, she was 100% right. Yeah. I, I, just, I guess my mind immediately went to like, ooh, that, you're an Amy Cooper. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, um, but no, you're right. That is also like a very true statement. And there's another Easter egg. I know that I said we'd talk more like centered around episode one, but um, there's been the discussion that Emmett Till is represented in the later episodes as huh. so Emmett Till's nickname was Bobo as a child. Uh, and when they're playing with the Ouija board um, and he asked, am I have a, am I going to have a good time on my trip? And it tells him no. Right. And Emmett Till, as I mean, to your point, like you can't even look at a white woman. Right. Oh, interesting. Okay, that's oh man, I I really hope not. I hope they don't go down that road. Yeah, because I mean, this we are talking about a child, right? Who is wrongfully accused? Absolutely right. Um, of, and of, then, of what it was whistling, right? Like whistling or something. It was it whistling was not- or winking. That's the other thing is that the legal that the there crime was, was no justice. No, absolutely not. Like that like, for a child to be. They couldn't even get like what the crime was straight. And the woman didn't corroborate the claims either. Right. At first. And then later, after the law came down hard, then she sort of acquiesced under duress. But it was very much like this was a young child. Right. Who just some racist community couldn't stand the fact that maybe he was happy one day right exactly or being a kid like doing stupid things that kids do but you know there's a there's a history of um black boys and girls because uh i can't remember what the exact term is but essentially they're treated much older than they really are they yeah so this boy was emmett till was doing something that children uh, sorry he didn't do it sorry yeah he did nothing even if he was doing it even if he was doing it such a minor offense but doing that like uh, trying to i guess intimidating white women in this country has always triggered (laughs) has always been i guess triggering to white men in white society um so it's very interesting with the bright the 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 Braithwaite. I keep saying the right name. It's off. a really hard last name. Braithwaite. There you go. The Braithwaites. Yeah. Um, it, it's interesting because they say, and I can't remember his name, but it was it was the OG Braithwaite. Oh, Titus. Oh Titus. no, no, no. Was, okay, maybe. I think it was Titus. Okay. They said that he was very kind to his. Oh, his that was so slaves. creepy. Right. And yeah, so. Very, that was interesting. It's um, but yeah, I feel like the Braithwaites are in this uh, in this show. I don't think they're as affected as, or they're as biased. At least 
I don't feel that that's where they're building towards as the rest of white America is, including the other members of the, um, the order that um, I'm forgetting the name. Where did I write it? The order that they're all a part of, mm-hmm. uh, which I guess I shouldn't be talking about that because that's episode two, but <laughs> you can do whatever uh, you want. Okay. Well, it, 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 se- it seems like, cause even uh, the, the father makes a comment about tick. Uh, I didn't expect him to be that dark or something along those lines. So there's instances of these little like racist snips yeah. uh, throughout the thing. But I feel like they, they're not bothered by it because of their ultimate goal, which is, I won't say, but it's kind of revealed what the whole uh, connection with Tick is and why he's heading up towards Artem. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm very interested to see where that develops into because, Absolutely. yeah, they're weaponizing white power, but, you know, a white privilege, sorry, but are they bad? Yeah, and actually that was one thing that in, when I was like, oh, should I read the book or should I not? I don't know. But one thing when I was like contemplating my navel about the book, mm-hmm. um, I realized that apparently in the book, the Christina Braithwaite character is actually a, a son, not a daughter. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And that was a choice that they, the showrunners and um, that they collectively decided to make to like further kind of unpack everything that goes on in society from like microaggressions to just outright live or die right. hostility. That's very interesting because there does seem to be... I don't, I don't even know. There's, uh, there is, there does seem to be a weird relationship between Christina and Tick. Like, I'm not quite sure they're not related, correct? So, okay. So, also, do you was it your understanding that George was actually um, Tick's father? Okay, that same. And then Christina, we don't know her who her mother is, correct? That's right, because her father, the only person who has Titus's blood is Tick at this point. Yeah. That we know of. So they're, I guess their families are, are somewhat connected in their order. Right. But there does seem to be some sort of like... Strange uh, kinship. Yeah. So the so I guess fast forwarding to episode three, you know, when she is kind of giving him that advice... Um, of he shouldn't go around killing white women it did seem to be like there was some buildup of like sexual tension there yeah so i'm wondering if they if that is the the reason for the uh the gender flip if uh yeah interesting yeah no absolutely um and then another thing that was interesting to me now i'm just when i was like let's just focus on episode one and now i'm just like I am blatantly going off script here, yeah. <laughs> but I just like, I want to talk about this with someone. So like, bear with me. That's so fine. in the last episode, um, Letitia's sister, whose name I'm like, she's such a great character and I'm totally failing on her name right now. Um, yeah. It's like one, I had her name written down. Uh, I have it right here. No. <laughs> I have her like her real name. I have it here. It's written. It's Wumi Mosako. Okay, cool. She's fantastic. She um, and then suddenly, kind of out of nowhere, uh, Christina Braithwaite's butler slash very good friend slash right. vampirically white Aryan right. dude. I don't know. Very like, 
very similar to Eric from True Blood. Yeah, like yeah. Appearance. And it's interesting too, because um, when I watched it again, I was like, oh wow, they, you can see like the makeup lines in a couple of the scenes where they've like okay. whitened him up further. And oh, wow. you can see like where the makeup stops on his neck. Oh really? So, yeah, so they like, like, m- like made him even more white. Right. I mean, these guys were meant to be Nordic, Nordic. Yeah, like, they're scary white, white. Like, yeah, like yeah. Daywalker white. That's right. Like, um, eyes glowing and yeah, blue yeah. eyes. Yes. yes and the shit they do was very Daywalker as well. So it yeah. fits. But when he was um, making this move on Letty's sister, and there was that point about, um, it was mentioned sort of like casually that Letty and her sister have different fathers. Mm-hmm. and the same mother and I was kind of wondering I was like is could there be something there uh, is that why they're interested in this lineage because the, I know why they're interested in tick could they also I mean I'm not or am I just like sounding like a total conspiracy theorist but I was like what is what is he trying to what's his angle the you're talking about specifically the the butler man right yeah the butler man when he um is hitting on letty's sister at the bar and they end up consummating their relationship back at the creepy Hiram epstein house that's right um yeah that's interesting right i was like what is he up to right like i don't trust him no definitely not and like yeah, and then I was like, man, it's got to be a blood thing. And, like, does it have to do with, like, who her dad is? And I was like, and then I was like, now I just sound like I'm stretching. But anyway, yeah. that, that was like, I, I had a lot of questions about that. No, and that's, it's so hard to tell, like, this early on. But that's interesting. I didn't even pick up the, the two dads. I must have missed that. So, how interesting. Yeah, um, like, the whole interest in, like, in bloodlines is, you know, both overt and also part of the occult here. Right. Um, and then, yeah, but then also we don't really know what Christina's end game is. No. Um, and how it may differ from the books as well because of the gender flip. So do you have any thoughts about, or like any? I do think it's interesting that there is also a different, there's a story of sexism being told here as well, right? Yeah. Because Christina Braithwaite uh, is a very talented, I, I guess, wizard or magician. <laughs> um, she's, she, she has very powerful magic, but she could not be inducted into this, this society, right? Because she was a woman. Yeah, and her reproductive organs are internal. And that just, oh my God. Right. <laughs> but and, and it's, it, it's something that they like directly talk about, which I think is great. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what exactly the scene was, but... I, I think it was an episode two um, between Tick and Christina where she's essentially saying like, oh, you know, I could never be part of this. Uh, essentially, it was like uh, even a, a black man could be in this organization before me. Um, and that's not exactly how they said it, but that was essentially the gist. Yeah. And yeah, and I thought that was just like very interesting because really like, yeah, d- several stories are being told here. Um, and I don't know. And each with their own pain point. Right. Because from Christina's point of view, she she's not allowed to be the sorceress. No. Um, and 
and then there are, you know, sort of, and this is where it gets really uncomfortable too, because it's black men were three fifths of a human. Right. Exactly. And yet women were not even able to own property because they were property. Right. But at the same time, they're, and, you know, and they're, didn't gain the right to vote until, you know, a hundred years ago. Right. But then also you got to consider the fact that black women, I mean, they weren't really protected until the Voters' Right Act when that was in the 60s. But then, right. so, so then, then also, but to say that being a black, excuse me, to say that being a white woman is somehow harder than being a black man is also just not true. No, uh, yeah, exactly. Not true. It's, it's, it's different, right? Yeah. It's all based off our realities. 